Have you been thinking about writing a book? You guys are going to enjoy this episode with Michelle Vandepas. She runs a business of publishing books for entrepreneurs like you and I who have a method or a process that we need to get out on paper. If you've even thought about a book, or let's say you're an entrepreneur who's never even thought about publishing a book, but you have a proven process that works and a method that you teach. I think that after listening to this episode, you are going to be reaching out to her and running to get a book published for the PR visibility and potentially the financial opportunity and a marketing opportunity that it creates. So I hope you enjoy her demystifying the process of publishing your first book, but also enjoy hearing her journey as a lifelong entrepreneur. Hey friend, Melissa Hinault here with the Burnout to All Out podcast. I'm a former multiple six-figure executive corporate burnout, feeling stuck in the life I built for myself. But using my corporate skills, I took to the internet and have built multiple six and seven-figure businesses, showing others how they can build a life they love. Now on this podcast, I share stories of being an entrepreneur, a mom to my three amazing kids, and wife to my wonderful and supportive husband who supports all my wild and crazy dreams. My journey is taking grit and persistence and belief. And believe me, I'm still a work in progress that you may witness in real time. Whether it's in our free burnout to all out Facebook community or inside my mastermind or even in my coaching programs or maybe just right here on the podcast. I'm laughing and I'm crying with you. I've become a serial entrepreneur with a passion to inspire more burnouts to take the leap of faith and go all out and live out their dreams. Consider me your mentor in your head and on the go. So let's get started. All right, guys, we have Michelle Vandepass here today. So excited to have you here, Michelle. I know there's been some back and forth getting you onto the podcast. So I'm so excited to have you. Welcome to the Burnout to All Out podcast and community. Awesome. Thank you so much for having me. Yes. Oh, my gosh. So those of you guys listening live and those of you listening to the podcast later, how many of you have dreamed of publishing your own book? How many of you it's on your bucket list? But for one or 12,000 reasons, you haven't pulled the trigger yet. I hope by the end of this interview today, number one, you're inspired by Michelle and her journey as an entrepreneur lifelong, but then also most importantly, inspired to get moving on that book that should have been written last year or five years ago, right? Right. Awesome. Okay, so before we get started, really quickly, just so you guys know who we're listening to, I want to share a little bit about Michelle's bio. Michelle is a nation's leading expert for entrepreneurs and personal development experts who want to share what they've learned with the world by becoming an author. So you guys want to continue listening if that's you. She's the co-founder of Grace Point Matrix Publishing, the gold standard in concierge publishing. So... um really excited to unpack a little bit more of your journey. I know you've been a TEDx speaker and a number of other things, very accomplished. Now we'll unpack some of that kind of on the front end of this interview today, Michelle, can you take us? You've like, we were talking on behind the scenes. I mean, you've been a lifelong entrepreneur. I have, I have. And so 
And a story that I don't share very often, but I have shared, is when I was very young, maybe eight, I don't even really remember, maybe six or Dr. Seuss age books, right? So whatever age that is. I grew up in, in a hotel, in a restaurant. My parents owned a hotel. And when I was that young, I took all my books, all my Dr. Seuss books and all my books and put library cards in there. And I requested that all the staff, like the waitresses and the hostess and the chefs and all of that, come check out books from me. Oh. I view that now, looking back, as my first entrepreneurial experience, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Because I was doing something from nothing. I was creating right. something really from nothing. Um, but as the journey of an entrepreneur, and I'm sure we'll unpack some of this, mm -hmm. that didn't come back around for me being a publisher till I was well in my 50s. Oh, wow. And so the journey, so now I can connect those dots, mm -hmm. right? That I was, I created my own library that people checked out and I'm a publisher, but I tell you, there was like 40 years in between where there, it was not a straight line. Right. Oh my gosh. Okay. So incredible. So this is interesting. So what I'm hearing is you were raised by entrepreneurs. If your parents had a hotel and restaurant, they were running their own business right in front of you and you were living it as a child, right? That's correct. And when I was 12, they sold the business and my dad went corporate. So oh, okay. um, they were entrepreneurs when I first, when I was small till I was 12. And I think my dad always had an entrepreneurial mindset. Mm -hmm. But when corporate had jobs, went on to have a very great career mm -hmm. um, in hotel management, but went a different path when he sold yeah. his business. Awesome. But you, but at a young age, you saw that lifestyle as the entrepreneur and knew what was possible, right? I guess. Yeah. I never, I've never really thought about how much that particular piece affected uh -huh. me. Maybe. Uh -huh. Yeah. Uh -huh. Maybe. Okay. Interesting. Okay. So, Tell me about your journey. So it sounds like it took you, like you said, 30 or 40 years to get where you are today as in the publishing space. So what happened for you, like in your journey of becoming an entrepreneur, like have you always worked for yourself? Like where did that start? Yeah. So when I was about 10, I opened a little store again in the hotel I'm making jewelry with my friend, and her name was Mimi, and we called it the Mimi Shell Boutique. That's also, so that's when I was 10, 11, uh -huh, uh -huh. and I had that store. But then when I was a teenager, I did go work for other people. I worked in a shop. I did all those kinds of things. And then I got a job. I, I had several jobs working for other people, and then I got uh, several jobs in sales. Mm -hmm. And it was, that's when it clicked on. It's like, well, I can sell. If I can sell, I can go sell anything, right? That's when yeah. we sort of learn. And 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 I really do think every entrepreneur needs to learn how to sell. Oh, so true. Yes. And what I hear from you is you are selling from the age of eight, right? Yeah. Like those books. Right, right. Yeah. Um, and it's so true. We talk about it a lot in our academy. We have clients come in who have some of the best products and services, but they have no idea how to position themselves and sell themselves. But you have to be able like to sell in order for the revenue to come in for the business. You do, you right. do. And, and I, and I'm sure you do too. I work with so many entrepreneurs and, and I, I'm sure you do as well who say, you know, I just don't like the marketing and the selling. I love yeah. what I do. Right. 
But the thing is, if you love what you do, that will come across in a sales call or a sales situation. Mm-hmm. And so it doesn't have to be this old fashioned selling. It can just be sharing who you are, but then you got to learn how to ask for the money. Yes. And that's a self-worth thing, right? Totally. Totally. Oh, so true. And I feel like just from my own experience, the busier we get, the more value I put on my time and the less apologetic I am about what I charge, right? (laughs) So I love this. Well, so what brought you into the publishing space? I know you said it was kind of a a twisty, turvy road to get you into the publishing space. And we'll get into that. And then we'll get into some great, some great tidbits on getting started with, with your first book. Well, it's sort of the same question. Uh So when I was in my thirties, by then I was an entrepreneur. I I was, I'd started my own business officially when I was like 27 Mm -hmm. and went through a number of iterations of that. And when I was in my 30s, I was doing a lot of consulting for small business, entrepreneurs, uh, holistic healers, uh, coaches. It's a long time before coaching was really coaching. Right. And in that process, I realized that I needed to write a book to talk about the things that I taught over and over and over again, the same Mm. things that I talked about. And so I wrote a book so that I could share that with my clients. Yeah. Here's the same things I talk about. Here's how to go market yourself. Here's how to set up your your business. And in that journey, this is 20, almost 24 years ago now, it was definitely a self-publishing journey. It was definitely before Amazon, before CreateSpace, before Lulu, before any of that, way back. And I literally had to like print out the manuscript and then figure out how to get it on, I don't know, a disc of some kind. I don't even remember and take it to the printer and you ordered the galleys and all that. Right. It's right. long, 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 long time ago, but that led me slowly. It was still another 17 years before the light bulb went on and went, I have so much knowledge, but in that process, I started with my clients saying, mm-hmm. You can also publish a book. I've done it. Here's how. Mm, I yeah. just did that as a small set, small piece of my yeah. consulting and coaching. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So good. And it's so true. You know, I'm actually writing a book this year and it's the first one I've ever written. And I, I want to talk about this, but I've, for the past two years, I've been coaching a method, the yeah. LinkedIn method, right? That's a right. step-by-step process. Why I haven't put it into a book, it's been more just about time and and like the know-how and making it a priority. So let's talk about this for a minute is, can you share with our audience, what are some of the greatest benefits as an entrepreneur, especially in like a lot of my clients are service-based entrepreneurs. Right, right. That coach, some type of process, method, you name it, right? Yeah. Can you share with us what are some of the major benefits beyond the monetary piece? Because sometimes it's not even about the monetary piece of publishing the book. I know, but like, what are the main benefits of publishing a book and why should people in the entrepreneur space or specifically the service-based people be working on publishing a book right now? Yeah, totally. It's credibility, right? It's, just, it's like having a TED Talk. Yep. It's having a podcast 
having a book, that's like the golden trifecta these days, right? If you have all three, you're golden. But the book is really a foundational piece. And it can be about the money if you position it correctly. So authors rarely are going to get their money back on book sales, whether you self-publish or get a publishing deal or work with a hybrid or whatever it is. It's not going to be the dollar or two that you get per book, sometimes even less, sometimes 10 cents, 20 cents. That's not where you're going to make the money. But if you're an entrepreneur and you position it correctly, you will make money from the business it brings you. Right. You don't have to sell a lot of books to make that happen. I have a client who has a very niche holistic business, and she routinely sells maybe one book a day, not a lot, on Amazon and everywhere, just you know, a book, book a day, two books a day. Sometimes she won't sell a book, but she's done hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of business in the last three mm-hmm. years just mm-hmm. because she has that foundation. Right. Sometimes she'll give away the book. Yes. Sometimes she'll just reference the book. People yeah. may not buy the book, but they think she must be the expert. She's right. The book. Right. Well, even for me personally, as a podcast host, when I get pitched, We just delete so many things that come through, but when someone comes through and they're published, they've been a TEDx speaker, they've been featured on XYZ, we stop in our tracks and go back and read the proposal, right? Versus there just being a bio that's like, I'm great at this, right? So it's a huge credibility piece. Yeah. Uh, And I was going to say the trick, the trick is to not, so on one hand, I say, When you're an entrepreneur, your book can be your long-form sales letter, and it shouldn't be a sales letter, right? Both of those things have to be held at the same time. So you're going to write about what you love, and you're going to write about your method, but there has to be content in there. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And one of the mistakes people make is just selling, 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 and then you'll get bad reviews. Yes. So there's that balance of, of... positioning yourself as an expert, but giving value in the book. So it's not just a sales letter. Totally. So I just finished Becoming Supernatural by Joe Dispenza. And I thought that was brilliantly written because there was a ton of really good content, but every now and again, he would drop a link in the text to go find XYZ, but he wasn't overselling. But definitely by the end of the book, I was over on his website. I was on his YouTube channel. I was like looking at where he's having hosting events this year. Right. And he's um, got lots of content online. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Are you looking for 360 degree support in launching your online business? It is a confusing space if you're new to the industry or even if you've been around for a while. Maybe you're looking to elevate your inner circle in the process, elevating your income. You just might be the perfect candidate for our burnout to all out mastermind. Take a listen to some of our clients who are in the program now. And if it piques your curiosity, head over to our burnouttoallout.co website and register for our masterclass today. We'll be spending three days unpacking the most important aspects of online business from the front end on sales and marketing and your personal brand to the back end of operations and technology to be seen and heard online 
all the way to the financial aspects of what it takes to get started and delegate in this industry. You do not wanna miss this upcoming masterclass. I'm giving all the goods for free. Join us today. Hello, my name is Michelle Foster and I am in the mastermind and absolutely wanna share with you how my identity has changed because of making the decision to join this mastermind. I now have a system within my social selling business that allows me to go up against anyone and say, I believe in my company, I love my products, but I got it. I've got a system for you where I can help you go be great. And the support and the knowledge and the up-leveling that the mastermind has given me is really priceless because what was my ceiling is now my floor. And I am on fire and I wish for every one of you to feel that same energy. It's so good. What are your thoughts about using the book as a lead magnet, like actually giving it away for free, but even running ads for it that people opt in to purchase, like to get the book, they have to pay maybe shipping or whatever. Right. And you have um, like an upsell there. It's like, right. like, cause I'm right. thinking out loud about my method with the LinkedIn right. Method Academy. So it's like, here's this book you can get for free. They go to check out, they have to pay for shipping. They've got the credit card out anyway. And we put a pop-up offer, get a, get a, um, you know, a professional audit of the work you do on your profile by a certified LinkedIn coach upon completion of the book or, you know, throwing something right. out there either an upsell or also just building your email list of people who are interested in, they're opting into this book that's a methodology that they're looking for. Now they're in your ethos on the email list, right? What, what, are, really, what are your strategies on that? I have really mixed feelings about that. Yeah, tell me about that. So many of the really big coaches and names that you've heard about give away their books. Mm-hmm. for shipping. Part of that is to be, it's a bestseller strategy mm-hmm. that you go buy your own books so that you hit big lists mm-hmm. and then you resell them by giving them away and getting money back on shipping and handling. That can work. So I think it depends who you are and what your goals are and how savvy you are with online marketing. Mm -hmm. So not everybody who writes a book and is a coach or an entrepreneur has to be as savvy as you or Jeff Walker or Perry Marshall or some of the really big names out there, right? Right. I mean, they have very advanced techniques where you do the shipping and handling and then there's a pop-up and you upsell. And then if you leave your checkout page, suddenly it's in your Google in your ad, like coming to ads and all that. Yeah. Ad, it's in your, you know, Facebook ad. I don't know if LinkedIn has ads, but right. That's it. And suddenly it pops up and then yeah. you get emails for the, you left something in your cart. That's all very sophisticated. Yes. Not every entrepreneur needs to do that. And mm-hmm. some entrepreneurs will go down those rabbit holes and not really understand how to do all that follow up so that it works yeah. well. So that if you, if you don't feel comfortable, Doing that whole sales process, mm-hmm. I would say just put an opt-in on your website. Ah, and then you just download it for free or like get you it? You could download it for free or you just send them to Amazon. Like why give it away for free? That's my thing. You yeah. just, you could have a PDF. So here's a couple of things we do. Mm-hmm. 
you could say, go buy my book on Amazon and email me your receipt number and I'll give you this free content. Hmm. Okay. So that's one way to get their email and still sell books. Right. So Amazon, I think, is still 80% of where books are sold. It's not the only place. Yeah. Yeah. But you want to show be a best-selling author on Amazon. Mm-hmm. You want your clients to find you on Amazon. Right, right. And so you have to sell books on Amazon. When you're giving it away on your site, you're kind of liquidating that that got it free space there, right? Yeah. yeah. So I would rather say, um, go buy my book, give me your receipt number, here's your free content. Here's the opportunity to opt into a free class. Go buy the book and then you'll get a free assessment. Yeah. So you still get their email and it's still in a funnel. Yep. So I think it depends. It's a little bit like you. I would want to assess what the right. goals are, how sophisticated they are. Totally. How big their list is. Yep. Totally. Totally. Right. Yeah. I think one of the things we're looking at is maybe is because I do have an operations manager and some pretty tech savvy people. We're looking at even just having, because our academy is kind of a um, higher ticket coaching program. Right. Um, and so we've thought about just creating a low ticket kind of opt-in, like a mini course, like purchase, you know, get the shipping with this book and you can opt into this little mini course, maybe a couple modules or something like that. You just get, get them into our ethos and get a feel for the coaching beyond just the book, right? Like to make it more multidimensional. So it's interesting. I, so I'll tell you this. I was kicking myself for not having already published a book when I went to a business mastermind event I was at a couple weeks ago. 24 entrepreneurs, all seven and eight figure earners in their space, zone of genius. And every day, the guy who ran the mastermind had books out at our tables from internal mastermind members who'd published books. And so I got a stack of books from all the people already authored in my mastermind in their zone of genius. And I'm like, damn, if I had my own book, they could all have it right now. And think about like just the, the authority that you build with that, the credibility or even hosting your own event, right? So we're hosting our own event in September and to have that book available for people. So that's like kind of my deadline. Well, let me ask you a couple questions around publishing books. And those of you guys listening live right now, feel free to post any questions in the chat and I'll be happy um, to ask Michelle. But what should entrepreneurs know about get like getting started with writing? What should entrepreneurs know about getting like writing with a book? Right. So I think the You got to get it all in the book and it has to be really focused. So what happens is entrepreneurs want to get everything in their first book. And that usually makes for a pretty messy book. So I always recommend working with a developmental editor so that it's really focused. Your story can be sprinkled throughout the book. But if it's going to be a memoir, write it as a memoir. If it's going to be a business book write it as a business book and use the stories to emphasize your points, right? It's, And I think the biggest mistake that entrepreneurs make is not going through a really strict, stringent editing process. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then the book comes out and it's like, eh, it's okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. But it's not really great. Yep. Books can be polished more. Yeah. Okay. So really having 
a really good editor with you along the way and making sure you stay super focused. What technical factors should, should entrepreneurs think about when they're getting started publishing a book? So if you work with a publisher, they'll help you through all the technical things. If you're going to self-publish, you really need to learn some SEO because that works on Amazon. That's going to work on your website to get your book sold. Mm-hmm. All the metadata is so important for Library of Congress and, and getting found, you know, out there in the book mm-hmm. world. So a little bit of SEO is important. You don't have to be an expert, but a little yeah. bit will help. The layout and design is important. People mm. forget about things like gutters. A gutter is, um, you know, the piece in between here. So the words don't go inside. Yeah. Right. And people forget about, you know, layout and design. So you need to, you need someone who understands layout and design. So there are a lot of technical pieces, even uploading to Amazon and other distributors. Mm-hmm. You have to make sure that you're, getting the words in correctly and, and everything, just some technical things. Yeah. I, I think the piece, though, where people really get tripped up is more around ISBN. Do I need an ISBN? Who owns my content? If the publisher pulls the ISBN, can I still use my content or just, mm-hmm. the, right? And we could have a whole show on that. Oh, wow. But that's where people really get tripped up. Yeah, yeah. It's very interesting. So we've got someone asking in the chat, if you could repeat the trifecta that you talked about earlier, it was the podcast, Podcast. publish a book, and what was the other one? The TEDx, the TEDx talk. Yeah. Or at least a signature talk out there Uh where you're known for something. Yes, Yes. Could you consider it like as seen on like and have been featured in some news? Could you do that instead of a TED talk? Well, you can do anything, right? So yeah. <laughs> we're we're making up these rules. Right, right. <laughs> Hi, we're making them up right yeah, now. Totally. So um and and writers, so there's a lot of entrepreneurs and coaches and people who really are writers. And there's a lot of entrepreneurs who aren't writers but have a message to share. But the writers generally tend to be more introverted, not always. That's a big generalization there. Yeah, yeah. And introverted people may or may not want to like be out on a podcast or be out on TED Talks or whatever. So there's other ways to do it. You can blog. You can right. be children. There's so many ways to do it. But, yes. you know, you hear TED Talk, podcast, book, mm-hmm. golden. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it's funny you talk about wanting to be seen or not be seen. Um, I actually, a lot of my followers tend to be repelled from wanting to be on screen a million times a day on Instagram right. and Facebook. And they much prefer kind of the more professional polish that I coach to on LinkedIn, right? And so I guess where I'm going with that is that you can you can, uh, publishing a book is another way to be seen without having to dance on screen and be seen, right? Right. Get your value out there, right? So good. Okay. So what is an ISBN? So the ISBN is the number, and this is in the United States. Canada gives them away for free, and every country has their own. In the Library of Congress. Okay. Yep. Has on the copyright page, you'll yep, see I right see. here on every book in ISBN. That's kind of like the social security number for the book. Awesome. And it tracks what's happening with the book, where it's registered, who has the rights to publish the book. 
So if you publish your book and Melissa, and then come to me and say, I want Grace Point to publish a book. We can't just take your book and republish it if you pulled an ISBN because it's already been published. Yeah. So it's protected. So then you have to go through negotiation of republishing and all of that. So you can't publish a book two places, like different ISBNs. It's a social security number for a book. Yeah, that is something new that I did not know. Oh my gosh, so good. Okay, last question and we'll wrap up is what's maybe the biggest mistake you see out there for people publishing books today? Besides the editing, editing's number one. The second one is really bad book covers. People get married to an idea in their head and they think, I want this image in my on my cover. And it doesn't resonate with the genre. It doesn't resonate with the audience. People get emotionally attached to their work because mm-hmm. it's their baby. Mm-hmm. And that's where it's really good to have outside input because we test all our covers. We go to beta readers. We make sure it's a good product. And then the third mistake, you didn't ask for th- three, but it's editing, it's covers. And then the third mistake I would say is not having our copyright page um, done correctly in the ISBN and all of that. Ah, that's important. Yeah. Gosh. So good. This has been so helpful and so informative. Michelle, where can folks find you if they're looking to partner with you and get started on their book? Well, we'll, we do free assessments, right? Just like you. They can come to gracepointpublishing.com and either find me or find one of our team members to connect with. and, And you can give us your ideas and we'll tell you what's next. Awesome. Thank you so much for coming in. And, you know, first of all, just sharing your journey of like your lifelong path as an entrepreneur and really like just breaking down for us the complexities a little bit of getting started with the book, why we should get started with the book, what to avoid when starting uh, to get started publishing a book. And for those of you guys listening or catching the replay, we'll have in the show notes where you can go find Michelle get started today with writing that book that you've been you've needed to to get out to the world for the last couple of years yeah let's go yes absolutely thank Thank you you. yeah thank you thanks for listening to the burnout to all out podcast for free resources materials or information on my coaching services go ahead over to live the free life.co that's live the free life dot co or check out our facebook community at burnout to all out and make sure you follow burnout to all out on spotify and subscribe to itunes and it would truly mean the world to me if you paused for just a second gave me that five-star review of the show and be sure to share this episode with any burnouts you think would be inspired to go all out after hearing this episode